0: Here we are. I like the song. So good. It never gets old. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are here doing Parenthood Season 5, Episode 6, The M Word.
1: And by the way, Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. You're all dressed up in a costume. I am. I am. Nice and festive. For
0: all of you who are listening on iTunes, you should definitely check out YouTube, our video. I am dressed up as Agent Melinda May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know if you ever watched that show because the demographics for that show is completely the same as Parenthood, sure.
1: Yeah, because I was going to say, I have not seen that show. I've heard really great things about it, though.
0: It's a fun show, but I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. And with me, I have Lauren
1: Mendoza. Thank you.
0: Lauren, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. We don't have Danica and Tiana here. They're busy getting their sugar highs going. They're partying,
1: but they are missing out.
0: That's okay, because this was a great episode tonight. This
1: was an awesome episode. I came in here still kind of crying. Oh, a I know. Bit. You, you
0: got a little emotional. I, I got a little teary eye too.
1: Yeah, I, throughout the entire episode, I feel I cried. like because
0: we said the few... Uh, episodes this season so far have been more angry, a little bit of tension between everyone. Yeah. But I feel with this episode, it really feels like the other seasons, the more emotional, the more heartfelt kind of episodes.
1: And still, the best thing about the show is that whether it's more angry, whether it's emotional, whatever it is, it's so real. It's so everything that they're all going through is just so real. I, I almost feel like you can kind of relate to every storyline, even if you haven't really been through it entirely mm-hmm. it's just so relatable for some reason
0: oh i agree and like so let's just talk about how relatable the show is to yes. everybody with uh joel and julia there oh so my christina God. has a campaign going and she has convinced the whole braverman clan to go canvassing the neighborhood for her going to door to door kind of like jehovah witnesses yeah and uh
1: giving out free pens
0: and free pens and trying to like put
1: signs on your lawns. Yes. I don't, like, has, has that ever happened to you where oh, people yeah. have come, really?
0: Yeah, all the time. I
1: feel like that has never happened to me. And I don't know if it's just the kind of the times now that I feel like nobody ever knocks on anybody's door anymore. And if they mm. do, you're like, I don't want to answer the door. <laughs> you know, which they kind of experienced, Julia and Joel, they went I've, up to a door. All of them
0: experienced that. Like, all the whole Braverman family yeah. went through that. I don't know, because where I grew up. I think it's because I'm from a small neighborhood. So elections are huge where I come from. And I think they just know my whole family. My parents, they're very political people. Yeah. So I think they know, oh, let's go to the Serafini that's house. Funny. They're going to have an opinion. They're going to vote for someone. So yeah. they always came to my house. So I'm, I'm used to that. Oh, my God. That's but, funny. So uh, Joel and Julia, they're canvassing. Yes. And Joel g- gets a call from his From from his female boss, Pete Bill, he keeps getting called, so he's called away, and Julia's not too happy. Yeah,
1: you could tell because they still had. She said they had committed to going to a hundred houses, and at this point, they had gone to about seventy. That's a lot. That is a lot. I can't even imagine having done seventy. Like, I can't get myself to
0: go to ten houses, let alone a hundred. Wow. So.
1: Yeah, so they still had about 30 houses to go. And then, of mm-hmm. course, Pete calls and interrupts them. And you could tell Joel was kind of in a hard spot. Like, he felt like he needed to step away for work because of the urgency of the situation. Exactly. And I think just because of the boss that Pete is. But that's his wife. He's kind of committed to doing this for the family. And it was one of those moments where it's like your job kind of gets in the way of, you know, your family time. Your family.
0: and but, And that's... That's what happens. It makes me think because Joel Jewel, sorry, Joel, Joel sorry, says this yeah. line, oh, you too. It makes me wonder what Pete said to oh, him. Oh, he kind of
1: giggled, though. What? He didn't just say, oh, you too. He, like, kind of giggled. <laughs> okay, oh, you too. You too. <laughs> and Business even, flirtation going yeah, on right and even in front Julia. of Julia was kind of like, that was kind of weird. But mm. she didn't actually call him out on it. So mm. we're never really going to know. But I think we're going to just see the dynamic of their relationship play out. In the rest of the season, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Joel's called away,
0: and yeah. so Julia still is with the kids, and they're still canvassing. Ends up at Ed's house. How random!
1: I know. Knocks on the door, and there's Ed, and she was actually surprised at how nice his house was.
0: She was I was like, "Surprised you live nice. here? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, it was very nice.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> so Ed's like, "Oh yeah, I totally live here. And then they the kids get the kids come bin. down. Yeah, the yeah. kids and. So, yeah, Ed's kids come down and see Victor and jo- uh gosh, sorry. Sydney. Sydney. Yes. See those kids and invites them in. And yeah. Ed's being the nice father, be like, "Oh yeah, let's take a pit stop. You want to
1: come in too?" Mm-hmm. So, Julia kind of agrees to go in.
0: Or yeah. She does well,
1: in, so- you know, Sydney wanted to go in and I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of weird because she was like, oh, fine. no, we shouldn't. And he's like, I don't know. Ed has this very casual, laid-back demeanor to it's him. Kind of so he's got he's a charming personality, though. He's definitely got a charming personality. kind of guy
0: you don't want to say no to because he's just too nice.
1: Yeah. He's kind of cute nice. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got that cute personality. And he's so nice. You're right. Charming. And Sydney and his daughter are friends. So... You know, Sydney wants to go in, and he kind of convinces Julia. like, you can come in, you know, come on in if you want to take a quick break, and and so she does. And the quick break turns into like a night. over
0: expense accounts.
1: <laughs> oh, they end up talking about work, which I thought, you know, this seems. This is kind of where they click, you know. They're both in these similar situations where mm-hmm. they're not working anymore, and they really identified with their job, and they so miss it. They miss it. So while their kids are upstairs playing, that's what they're just kind of chatting and kind of the they, nights passing. And to the, the ten point minutes where turns into everyone's hours.
0: hungry, and they end up making fish stick dinners.
1: Yeah, what? no, the kids had fish stick dinners fish and sticks. then Ed makes some nice looking amazing dinner for him and Julia. And it was just interesting how they set it up because they actually put Julia and Ed at the two heads of the heads, table yep. and had the kids, you know, on the side spots. And it just looked like this family was sitting down to dinner. It was I really awkward. totally
0: agree because yeah. we saw
1: the point where
0: yes. The two adults are sitting at the ends because they're whispering to each other, just like parents would.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was really. It was um, kind of awkward. That was just perfectly to watch. set up.
0: But the, the terrible thing is, I didn't mind it.
1: The what thing? The,
0: I the terrible thing. Oh. I didn't mind. What? It How do you bit. not mind that? I, I, it it was to the point where I was like, Oh my god, this is actually kind of cute. No, a little
1: bit. <laughs> That's right. Oh snap! No, it was not cute. What is cute is Joel, okay? Joel, let's be cool. real, exactly. But
0: uh, that's that's the terrible thing about it, because now I'm a little bit torn. I mean, as much no. as I love Joel, but uh, Martin's like laughing. No, at Marissa, you home What are you <laughs> doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> How can you even agree with this? How is this even cute? They're flirting. She, I, They're playing, she's married, like, and I guess he's married. What are you doing, Julia?
0: Yeah. Though? Like, what are you getting yourself into?
1: She's letting that's herself... That's the fun part to watch. That's the thing. She's letting herself enjoy it. She's mm-hmm. not... Like, it doesn't look like she's really doing anything wrong. She hasn't cheated. She's not totally doing something so horrible. But the horrible thing is that she's liking this. Like, she's kind of liking it. They're kind of flirting. They're having a good time. And you could just see it in her face. She's kind of giggly, kind of smiley. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's the horrible thing is, come on. Like, you were, first of all, she committed to 100 houses. She totally stopped and broke that commitment. Second, you have, like, a husband at home that you're supposed to be going home to. Why are you going to stay there and have dinner?
0: Yeah, I know. And that's the thing that surprised me is that Julia, because she's so straightforward and yeah. so goal-oriented. And she knows that she's doing this with ed it's very out of character for her
1: yeah but you know this her whole situation is in a way out of character she's completely out of her element she use, was used to being this really focused working woman you know and her husband was the one that stayed at home and was doing all the domestic things you know making mm-hmm. snacks for the kids and their lunches and doing all of that So I think right now she's out of her element. She's out of her own character. And I don't think she knows how to deal with that. And here's this guy, Ed, who's super nice. They have kids that are friends that can totally relate to her. So she's kind of just enjoying somebody that understands what she's going through. When in reality, her husband, Joel, knows exactly what she's going through. They're just not going through it at the same time. He could be the one that she Talks to that she turns to, mm-hmm. and she's not really doing that.
0: And and we see that Joel is very stressed, and he admits that with mm-hmm. this job, this whole project has taken up his time. He's not paying as much attention as he should to the family. He makes dinner and kind of says, "I'm sorry." He no. And then Julia just feels bad of what she just did.
1: Oh, Marissa, that you that just barely <laughs> explains what he did. He not he does not just make dinner. He makes like this elaborate feast with like wine he even has water in like a carafe it's not like (laughs) oh go to the fridge and get your water it's like it is all nicely displayed and it looks amazing even julia was like kind of shocked but you're right totally had her guilty face on totally but it was funny so the kid they walk in and the kids aren't hungry they're like oh we had fish sticks so she lets them you know go watch tv and rather than saying on a tv
0: night i know school night on a school watch, night, watch and eating. they're all
1: about it. And she's like, I'm starving. And of course, she's going to sit there and eat dinner with him. And he guilt, kind of guilt eating guilt. Well, eating. whatever. She's got to do it. <laughs> I mean, he deserves it because he made this elaborate dinner for her and then said to her, you know, he apologized for kind of being a little bit distant and for being stressed out because of work mm-hmm. and really thanked her for taking care of their kids and kind of taking that role on now and he wouldn't be able to do this without her and it was so cute and he got choked up when he was saying this you know
0: yeah and like I How did love she not joel. just start make out making out with him the thing is but the thing is julia didn't say anything she purposely did all that with ed had a dinner yeah. or half of a dinner yeah. whatever but she purposely refused to tell joel what to just happened
1: of course because she knows that she shouldn't have done it well look at he made this amazing dinner for her and to say oh well so did this other guy and i was gonna sit down and eat it if his wife hadn't walked in which we didn't even mention colleen comes out of nowhere do we know are they
0: separated are they divorced are they still together but really on a separate well i don't 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 think they clearly put that up
1: yeah, I agree like, with you. you I don't think that. they ever really did, although – because he is wearing a wedding ring. Yes. You so I that. think they are married because he's wearing a wedding ring. And I remember in the beginning, in the first episode, the last time I was here with you guys, mm-hmm. we were like, is he married? Is he not? But he did say something about how his wife – like the first time we met him, it was his wife that was telling him he needed to get there early right to sign up for whatever so they have to be married and she comes in and she's kind of who's this woman woman sitting in my chair at the table with my kids with a dinner that my husband made Mm -hmm. that's really awkward i can't imagine
0: it was so awkward the thing is julia made it more awkward than it really should have been she just got up there like oh yeah we were just leaving well took the kids but if you're sitting in her the- chair what would you do keep eating hay like right but i don't know but the wife she she could have been fine if she was just there like not acknowledging people were there but she wasn't saying anything she wasn't making a big deal out of it like julia was Therefore,
1: I think Julia I think made Julia a situation felt really awkward. awkward. I think Julia felt really awkward and didn't know how to, to react. And her sitting it, yeah. there at her chair. So, I don't know. I probably would have done the same thing. Uh, although, I would like to think that I would have never gotten myself in that situation and wouldn't even be there. Yeah. And, w- like, doesn't he know his wife is coming home? Doesn't he know this is going to be an awkward situation? Like, did he make extra food for his wife? I don't know. So, that was weird. Yeah, and the thing is because... How
0: close is Ed and his wife to know that, or didn't even think about the fact that his wife could be coming home at any point in time and Julia being there and not seeing all that? So, really, (sighs) you know, how how much is he really close to his wife?
1: I think we're going to see a little bit more of this, like Julia, Ed, Joel, and Julia's dilemma, even in the next episode. I know, like, sometimes they skip storylines. Yeah, sometimes we might. Not see that storyline revisited. Like we had, we didn't see Ed, I don't think, in the last episode. No. So, but I think we're going to see that again because that was just so awkward and intense. And I don't know, it's going to be interesting with them. Yeah. Julia
0: and Ed just keep happening. Like, they keep meeting each other yeah. over and over again in their most random situations. And I, that's definitely going to build to something. And at the
1: same time, Joel. And this Pete character, we're going to see what's happening with them. I think they're yeah. both at a point in their marriage where they're going to be tempted by these other people. Mm-hmm. I would like to believe that Joel and Julia, nothing bad will ever happen to them. Exactly. Nothing and I, I think
0: Joel and Julia, because they are such a strong couple themselves, mm-hmm. that they have the right, the strong head on their shoulders. They know the right from wrong. That they're so. strong enough people to say no.
1: I think I think joel is i don't know about julia for some reason i don't know she's questioning she's definitely questioning she's pushing it
0: but wow so let us know what you think please go on to itunes yeah after buzz tv parenthood please rate and comment tell a friend about parenthood i've told everybody that i know about doing this parenthood show you guys have been commenting amazing it's awesome five stars we love them and if you're listening to us on itunes you should also go to youtube and rate and comment
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, you're missing comments.
0: out. I, I'm wearing my Halloween outfit. I know. You, you can't see it because you're listening to me. You can't
1: see my Halloween outfit either because <laughs> I'm not wearing one. But it, No, you're oh, well. incognito.
0: That's awesome. Oh, perfect. Thank you. So uh, please go and rate and comment. We love it. And uh, yeah, tell a friend. It's how we grow here at AfterBuzz. Yeah. So Zeke and Camille. <sighs> we saw last episode, Julia got to Zeke and told pretty much convinced him to give Camille a a voice in the relationship. And we see that tonight. And Zeke goes up to Camille and we see him agree to go to a condo tour.
1: Yeah. Thank God. Because I was a Mm -hmm. little bit worried. And I love that Julia did that because I know like, Camille kind of told her what she did about, you know, I lost my voice, blah, blah, blah. I think she really told her that more in confidence. But Julia thought it was really necessary to share that with her dad last episode. And... With Zeke, sometimes I feel like you never know. He's such a stubborn man that you exactly. don't know if he's going to do what he actually doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes he's just like so sweet and it's so endearing and he really does something he doesn't want to do for Camille. Yeah, And this is what we see him do when he approaches her and says, you know, <laughs> so how is this condo thing going to work? What do we do? and we see them actually go he agrees to do it and Camille's all happy and we see them go and she's they look shocked she's like what you're yeah. actually agreeing yeah um and then when they're at the condo it's so modern it's so modern and, and it, like look high
0: up you have there. a view of like the whole city completely opposite of what yeah. the Braverman house is oh yeah it's not and the, even and you can tell Zeke is completely out of his element he's very uncomfortable yeah And when the lady's giving the whole tour, Camille's, like, loving it. But she noticed Zeke is not into it. He is displeased.
1: Well, I don't even think that it was Zeke's demeanor. I think looking at the place... He was making weird faces. But
0: let, let Millie know that Zeke's still not into it. Even though he agreed to the tour, Zeke still doesn't enjoy it.
1: I just think, I mean, honestly, right when they showed them in that condo, before he even spoke a line he looked weird in there like he's too old to be in this like modern mm-hmm. condo in a high-rise building in the city like it just didn't fit him even camille i know that she's an artist and they said oh look at this these windows this would Can be a great studio, studio for you yeah. and yeah i could see that as a studio but even for someone like camille i can't even it's see not camille a there. Ho- it's not homey
0: yeah. yeah i can't see camille there. and yeah. the 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 tour guide was saying all these um, things that were going along with the, you have Zumba classes. And I, so I want to live there. All the utilities. But that's the thing. Like, you and me, we're younger. We're the, we're the younger demographic. Yeah. And all the things that the tour guide was explaining would be for people who are younger, who are more active. Kind of more
1: on the go. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. And But we know that Zeke and Camille, they're older, they're... They seem to stay in one place right now. They're more
1: like family-oriented people. And even though, like she pointed out, this is a great dinner space, like, yeah, your family can go there and sit down at the table and have dinner. But realistically, they're not going to have a lot of space to hang out. The kids can't run around and play in that kind of place. And Mm -hmm. I think even though Camille wants this new, exciting life and wants to do things she hasn't done before, I honestly don't think that even she would want that condo. You know, she she's also a grandmother. She loves having her grandkids over. She loves having her family just be able to stop by. Mm-hmm. And I, she wouldn't be able to have that. I think what Camille is really looking for, which we come to find out, is more just the adventure of being able to travel and try new things. Exactly. You know, and I think more of the moving is she wants to do that because... Zeke spent so much time working on the house, mm-hmm. and it costs a lot of money to live there. They would get a lot of money back for their house, so I think that is more her motive to move, you know, than actually just wanting to live somewhere else.
0: Exactly, and even Zeke—he so he's Zeke's not liking the condo, and but he kind of feels bad. The thing is, yeah, Camille turns down the offer, turns down right. the condo, and says that they're not interested. I think. Camille just wants to be somewhere else with Zeke and when she realizes that she doesn't have Zeke's approval she's gonna not enjoy herself yeah. either. I think she just wants to go anywhere with Zeke.
1: Yeah but, but don't she doesn't more have about, like traveling. It's not exactly. like I want to live in a brand new place. I mean I want she wants access to like more fun stuff. She wants to be closer to the city just so she could do more. Yeah, you know? she,
0: she wants to do more in life, but yeah. I think she also she wants to do it with Zeke. Oh, she wants yeah. to experience it with Zeke, but she's not having Zeke right now. Zeke is not into it, and that's the thing why she's turning down, because
1: she knows she doesn't have her partner in this. Yeah, yeah, I agree, but Zeke was being so cute, because even though she knows, like, like you said, he doesn't like it here, he's like, well, let's go look at the fire pit. Let's go do this and that.
0: He builds the fire pit, and that, that was so sweet. Oh! <gasps>
1: That and was so that cute. That increases
0: the house value even more.
1: It does. But I just thought that was so cute because he makes this effort to go look at the condos. Then he's there. He doesn't really like it. And he just kind of holds she back feels and bad acts night. like, let's just do this. Okay, go show me this fire pit. You know, oh, Zumba class is cool. You know, and he just kind of goes along with it. Then he comes home and builds her a fire pit. And it's kind of, I don't know, I don't know what he's trying to do, trying to make her want to stay there.
0: That was, I think that was Zeke's nice way of saying, I'm sorry I didn't like the condo, but I did this for you. And
1: Yeah, like, why do you need that condo? We have a fireplace fire right here. In right reality, she probably could care less about the fire pit.
0: Yeah. and But Camille, she, and she knows that yeah. they don't have the condo option anymore. She tells Zeke that her art class is going to Europe for a yes. month. She's known about it for a while. So, because we know that Zeke and right. Camille, they're they're trying to communicate, but she didn't... She failed to communicate that little tidbit in her life. Well,
1: probably because she wasn't planning to go. And I think she's just been pushed to the edge, and she's like, you know what? They leave on Friday. It's now or never. Exactly. And I think she made the decision. I think maybe when she first learned about it, she had no plans to go. But you know what? That's her own fault, I think, mm-hmm. because... Yeah, she could have brought that up to Zeke. She keeps telling Zeke, we've never traveled. I haven't been out of the country. We haven't done this. Why did she never say to him, Zeke, let's go to Italy. Let's go. My art class is going. Come with me. Why did Mm -hmm. she never do that?
0: See, and that's the thing. I think it was the reason why she didn't say that in particular Mm -hmm. was her subtle way of trying to get to that point was her, let's go travel somewhere. Oh, by the way. I have this art trip here. But I think she just wanted to know if Zeke was uh, willing to travel and go to different places. But she never asked then, him. No,
1: and she didn't. But yeah.
0: but Camille found out that he doesn't want to go anywhere. Therefore, she held her tongue about traveling.
1: But I don't think that. I think she found out. He's said he doesn't want to move. I don't think he's really said anything about traveling. I mean, I think he's comfortable. I think he's happy there. I don't think he has the need to travel. But I feel no like need. she, because she keeps talking about selling the house, selling the house, and when she talks about that, she's like, "We could sell the house, so we have more money to travel and this and that." I think he just doesn't want to move. I don't. I feel like Zeke's a kind of man, and I know, like I know older men that are like this that could kind of just they they they'll go along with it if you want to travel, they'll go along and travel. But you take their home, what they work on. You're taking mm-hmm. something away from them. Sure, let's travel for a week or whatever and go to these different places. But he's attached to that house. Yeah,
0: so I don't know.
1: Attached. But yeah, so she's going to leave to Italy. Which I mm-hmm. I kind of, kind of you predicted this. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I thought just based on last episode that Camille would leave. And I didn't necessarily think it would be, oh, I'm going to leave for a month. I thought that something would really push her to the edge where she might just pack her bags and be like, I'm gonna go travel, or leave a note, pack her bags and be gone. I didn't think she'd be gone forever, obviously, but I thought there would just be something that would just make her get up and pack leave. her bags for a while because she so badly wants us, and he's kind of just hanging out at home. Um, so while I didn't predict this exactly, <laughs> I kind of I just knew something would get her out, something would make her go. If it wasn't Zeke, she's gonna do it on her own.
0: Yep, and she is. Yeah, she's doing it on her own. She's going to the art class, and the, uh in Europe. That should be interesting to see where Zeke and Camille's relationship is going to
1: go. Oh, he's going to be physically miserable. A part he's going to be miserable. Completely. He's going to realize that he should have been a little bit more giving. Okay, but this is the thing. No, I don't. I don't even think it'll be that. This is. I, as much as I totally understand where Camille's coming from, and I agree, I would want to go traveling, sure, and I'd be pissed if my partner didn't want to go with me. Mm-hmm. She, and this is what we see teasing into next episode with Adam and um, Zeke, where Adam's like, You can't let your wife just go for a month to Italy. Zeke turns around, and this is exactly what I was thinking. He says, Let me tell you something. I wasn't invited. She didn't invite him. Nope. I think that's where, she, I think Camille is wrong in this. Like, She might maybe Zeke isn't showing enthusiasm, but he didn't know about this trip, you know, and then she springs it on him and she doesn't actually say you have the opportunity to come with me. If you want to come, we're leaving on Friday. She could have done that. And then maybe his decision, maybe he would go, but she didn't invite him. So he's not going to say I'm going with you, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's because we think. They've been together so long. Mm-hmm. You always think that they're on the same page, but they are clearly not.
1: Clearly not. And I think Zeke probably thinks she doesn't want him there. I think that's probably. why he was so upset when he turned around and told Adam, I'm not invited. And I think he that hurt her. Yeah. yeah. That made me mad. It, she, I'm angry.
0: I think it's all how you look at it. Was Zeke in the wrong for being so stubborn or was Camille in the wrong for Both. not saying anything?
1: Takes two.
0: Yeah, it really does take two. Yeah. Well, let us know on iTunes what you think. Yes. All right. So, on a funnier note, Crosby and Jasmine. Oh my god. So they're always funny. Crosby gets home. Jasmine is still stuck in the car because the baby's in her small little green bug vehicle that they discontinued years ago.
1: They really? (laughs) Yeah, they
0: discontinued bugs. Funny, but. She doesn't want to move the baby because she's fast asleep and she convinces, well, not really convinces, she says, demands pretty much. Yeah, she that didn't
1: convince anybody. We have to get
0: a minivan just like any regular typical family. We have yeah. children now. We got to get a bigger vehicle.
1: Well, I think the thing was is that it's too hard to get the car seat out of that backseat because it was a two door mm-hmm. so it's so hard two. that it would take a lot of movement and that would eventually wake up the kids so if you have this minivan and more space you can easily take the kid out while they're but still that's sleeping the, that's the purpose of minivans is it they're i just for, thought it was to pack a lot of kids in there
0: but that's the thing The minivans yeah. are for family for bigger families so are you People? gonna get a
1: minivan because that's what you sound like right now like I, you would get a minivan i would
0: get a minivan really yeah if I had sold. children, I I wouldn't. Thank you, Martin. If I had children, <laughs> I wouldn't be as stubborn as giving up my car because I know the things I like. Yeah. I, I chose to have children. I know where my life was gonna go. Yeah. I know that's the choice that I made. So minivans so I would get come a minivans. with children.
1: Minivans are super cool. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, Oh for no. Sure. My first car was a minivan. That minivan was awesome. Yeah, yeah. okay. This is, now Hell we're getting yeah. into a whole different <laughs> show because he was a teenager. Oh. And you know what teenagers do with minivans? They take out the back seat. Why can't it's adults no do that? But they were doing that. The that's right. Kids. That's right. What'd they do with they those were chairs? Doing that, the they were enjoying oh, God, it, that minivan.
0: But we'll, they we're testing we'll, we'll out the there. seat recliners. Yeah. But Jasmine, she has the audacity to not only say we're getting a minivan, we're getting rid of Crosby's nice red vehicle what what kind of vehicle it was was some kind of
1: classic car and even i don't know i was a little heartbroken when i heard that i was like no i don't know i don't know i would get rid of the bug the bug is the vehicle you can't fit the baby Uh, in you don't get the classic
0: crosby's car
1: that thing is worth something first of all Mm -hmm. and it's way cool it could be your little joyride vehicle but no she didn't just tell him okay we're getting a minivan not only are we getting a minivan but we're trading in your car she also said you're gonna be the one driving the minivan ah. it's like excuse me yeah i don't man. know what i think about all this okay
0: the thing is i feel with marriages and
1: family if yeah. you're
0: getting a car cars are big investments especially yeah. for like financial and your wallet right i, th- I feel like When you're going to get a car, this is something you really sit down and discuss. How is this? How are we going to pay for this? This is a huge financial burden. Yeah. And And... Jasmine's just like, no, we're getting a
1: different vehicle with no. And you're going to be driving it. Why would she make him drive it? That's what I don't get. Why is this not her car? Why is it his car? Isn't she probably with the baby most of the time? Probably. I mean, and first of all, what is, does Jasmine even work anymore? She was a dancer when she first came on the scene, and I don't know what she does anymore. So Fair why enough. is she not driving the minivan? Let Crosby keep his car. Everybody's happy. That's what I don't get. Trade in the little bug. That, I would trade I mean, the come bug. On. Come
0: on, Jasmine. That was, was rude. Like, it's. I mean, it's a cute car. I always wanted a bug exactly that color, but no. You got to give it up. Yeah, I was not for a no. minivan. <sighs> no.
1: So I, I was, I was not
0: happy with that, but so Crosby's not happy with it either.
1: No, but you know what I think really changed his mind when it, when she came and picked him up and they loaded up yes. all the whole drunk band <laughs> and then they all thought American it was comics. awesome. And they're, it's funny to see them still on the show, but they
0: really have kind of a fun character storyline for all of them. The they're, band? Yeah. They, they're
1: there. <laughs> they're just weird.
0: To, they're right. weird, but they cause entertainment. They Everything do will because They're they always... bring out
1: like craziness in Crosby. Exactly. Like he pulls his hair. It's it's kind drinking of drinking midday. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I think he kind of just learned to accept the minivan and and had they not have a it.
0: minivan. They wouldn't have fit the whole band in the car. Oh, that was sad. But
1: oh, but the I don't think of that's that. a big loss because no. I was like, why are they taking this whole? Band? But the funny
0: thing was the band was truly enjoying the car like oh, yeah. little kids oh you have a DVD player this yeah. is amazing the, the, what did they say the car from the future
1: I don't know but basically <laughs> they made like it kind of affirmed that this car is cool like it yeah. made Crosby see this minivan in a very cool way mm-hmm.
0: and, and weird but they're the perfect people to convince Crosby because he's yeah. so much like them He's very similar to them it's and true. when people who are so similar to you are enjoying it he should enjoy it
1: too why not
0: Yep, I guess you're right. So Crosby and Jasmine, they're happy with the minivan. That Rabbi just means they're going to have nice more car. kids
1: because they have room for it now. They do
0: have room for it.
1: Once she's in the clear. They close to do the, the door.
0: <laughs> they close the yeah. sli- They slide the door. Oh, I got to mention when they're at the actual... Uh, car place picking out the minion oh like they're God. so angry because crosby
1: he tries to slam he the tries door to slam the door and he doesn't it just
0: sl- automatically like, car doesn't even
1: <laughs> the doors don't slam and i'm sitting there thinking funny. that's probably why another reason why she wants that mm-hmm. you can't slam it on a kid's finger you know it's oh they're, safety they're thing. very
0: family friendly
1: Apparently, they're, they're so. built for big Groups. I am sold, Marissa. I will go get my minivan tomorrow. All right, and then I'll have kids. Yes. See, they're investment no. for families. Okay. Next.
0: I can't wait because Next. I've driven. I've driven big vehicles and they're fun. All right. I like yes. big
1: vehicles. I'll agree with that. But I like, like I have. I had a Jeep Cherokee back in high school. Awesome. I like that. <laughs> I like the higher, bigger vehicles. But all mm. right, cool, cool. Next. So. Christina, she has this debate
0: going on with her campaign now. And Heather, do you like Heather's teaching methods? I get she's making good points. You don't – you always want to keep the audience attention and you are going to get interrupted during debates. That's what debates are. But do you like her methods of teaching? I got so annoyed.
1: Yeah, I would want to scream at her. I mean, I don't know. I didn't like her method. I don't even feel like it is a method um, I don't feel like her method worked well with Christina. Yeah. And I think if you're trying to work with somebody sometimes and you're trying to teach them something or get them prepared for something, you kind of have to find a way that works for them, that gets across to them. And I see where Heather was going because in a debate, things are very fast. You need to be quick. You need to be aggressive, which we mm-hmm. obviously saw Christina really struggle with in this debate. She wasn't cutting in and everybody's cutting her off and Mm -hmm. i think that's why heather was being so aggressive is because that's how she was she was trying to get her kind of get that aggressive nature out of christina to kind of fight back
0: well heather was trying to teach christina the tone of what a debate is but not the exact topics that you're talking about
1: well she Um, that's the thing she was she was going over topics and as christina was answering she's like you're boring me you're boring me Let's talk
0: about Max, and then Christina's like, yeah. "No, Max is off limits. We're not talking about him." That but surprised you know, me. No, I, like I didn't, I wasn't surprised that really? Christina didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Her platform is education. She made that good point, and so I can understand why you want to keep your family out because when you're going into anything politics, you want to try to keep your family out too, like or at least to a know, minimum, though. to a
1: minimum. Because I feel like so many people that we see in politics, we always see their family, always, always. And the thing with Christina, they're in this small – they're in Berkeley, you know, this town. The people that know Christina, they know Max and they know what Max has to to deal with. So her – you know, what she's gone through with Max, that issue, that's already public. It's not something that she – there's no point in keeping it private because people already know about it. Um, And I feel like that is a key which we end up seeing that she can – people can relate to her on and she Mm -hmm. wasn't I was surprised that she was so against it because I thought she could actually really use that I know that maybe sounds kind of horrible but I almost thought here's something that none of these other two candidates can't relate to I'm going to use that to my advantage
0: and I can understand why Christina doesn't want to talk about it because yes her her platform is education but I don't want uh, I can see why she doesn't want have Max as her only crutch Right, to I agree. Win the debate that might have been why.
1: Well, but, I agree. I think I think there's a balance. I think she can use that topic so to make to make her a little bit more credible when she talks about fighting for education. She fighting for the the same rights for every child yeah, to make sure that they all get the same It proves tra- that she treatment is, you know, she's done what she's talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't think it should be the main focus. I don't think she should go on and on and on about it and always bring it back to Max. No.
0: That's the thing. And you know? I think that's why she didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want that to be the main focus. But it yeah. ends up being her winning her winning yes. the debate the during, yeah. during the debate. Because she's getting cut off by Bob Little. But and once the lady God. came up saying that her... Her daughter's deaf. She has a special needs um, that Christina relates to that and gives the lady her personal number. Yeah, And she promises to make sure that education will get better for all students like this.
1: Yeah, and she promises to fight for those children and to Mm -hmm. fight for that specific child. And, you know, she had to take that opportunity. I feel like this entire debate she was getting... Bob Little, my gosh, she's kind of annoying. Like, it's so annoying. Especially how he rolls his van right through her whole... It was like the farmer's market while she's trying no. to pass out her pens. Her he, like, comes pens. up with a party bus. Free pens. With popsicles. Oh, that was kind of annoying. That was very obnoxious. It was obnoxious. Very if obnoxious. if obnoxious. I was at that farmer's market, I don't think I would like Bob Little. I'd be like, who do you think you are that you could just drive through this farmer's market while yeah, people how are walking? Yeah, how'd they let him drive through it? Not That's- cool. I'd... I'd be all about Christina in that case. I'd be Mm -hmm. like, at least she's considerate. Yeah, very considerate. But I don't know. Christina needed that debate, and it's just funny because she was so against talking about Max. And I almost think she didn't want to make it about Max too because she gets so emotional about it.
0: You know, this is
1: such a personal thing for her that I don't think she is ready to open up in a public forum something that, Makes her tear up, you know that hits her like right there, and and that's the
0: thing with Christina though, and why I I still question Christina in this whole campaign that mm-hmm. she is such an emotional person, and going and into
1: person I know
0: and going yeah. into any politics or governmental position, you you have to compartmentalize yeah. and separate the emotions from yeah. uh, the whole business aspect of it, and that's just where I think Christina always faults at.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. She got one win, so that's good because she win. needed one it. Because
0: statistical anomaly, according oh, to Max. Max, was like ecstatic. That, but that was pretty cool how that was they cool. revealed it. It was like, because, and it was the cover, of the
1: picture. I love mm-hmm. that. That was like on the front page of the newspaper, front page of the Tribune, mm-hmm. and
0: then it instills the the hope that she actually could win this debate.
1: And you know what? This or, could the, be this, whole campaign. this could be you know how success begets success. Mm-hmm. This could be that one win that like it makes her believe in herself a little bit more. She's like, "Okay, I can do this. I won that, which no one thought I could win." And I win during more. the debate, she probably didn't think she could do any of it cuz she was constantly being interrupted. Um but she needed it and this could just give her a little bit push, you know, to kind of keep going.
0: Yeah, definitely, so. definitely definitely built that boost of confidence yeah. in her that she was always questioning. Yeah. And winning this Gives her the
1: idea that she could probably win more. Yep. So we'll see. Team Braverman. Yeah. We'll see. Let us know what you guys think. Because for a long time, I thought, Christina, she's backing out of this race. I did not see her going the long haul. Now that we've seen her kind of win something, and I think she's a little bit more confident. She can do it. Tell us what you think (laughs) on YouTube or on iTunes. If you think she's actually going to last this entire race.
0: Mm. I want to know. I'd like to see it last the entire race. Because just so much... We've seen so much of it. It'd be a letdown if yeah. she just gave up. She just backs out. Be like, you've gone so far. Mm-hmm. Why quit? She's That's a braver man. True. She's not going to quit. She's relentless.
1: Well, she's not really a braver man by blood.
0: Well, she's, she's like the braver man family. Though, You're right. So we'll
1: see. All right. So Sarah and Amber, Sarah oh. and Amber and Ryan and Drew. All right.
0: Do you think Sarah was in the wrong or Amber was in the wrong? Amber. Amber, she like she just went up to Sarah and stirring the pot again. I'm like, Sarah, we saw in last week's episode, we saw Sarah mm-hmm. and Ryan like work out their differences, and they they didn't they, really work out anything. Well, they though. agree, they finally agree, and they're at a point of understanding each other. Yeah. But Amber still, I don't think Amber knows about that right. conversation those two had, no. and she stirs it. She's well, still upset. Well, this is the
1: thing. That conversation was really more Ryan kind of making his peace with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah just really listened to it, and I think she appreciated it. It didn't change her mind or her opinion on whether or not they should actually go through with this wedding. The reason that I feel like Amber is in the wrong, um, you know, we see – the first scene we see with them is Amber gets to Sarah's apartment. Sarah's got mimosa. She's making a frittata. She sits down. She's ready to go full force into the planning of this and wedding. She's
0: happy. And then Amber's yeah. serious, somber face just completely ruins that.
1: Well, and she's like, seriously, you don't want to talk about – you were in- mm-hmm. insulting, which I thought – I don't think that, that was, was insulting. No, like, it wasn't. Kind of telling your daughter that she should be careful and – and all of that, I don't think that's insulting. I think she is trying to make sure that her daughter really knows what she's getting herself into and she's scared. She's scared for her daughter. You know, mm-hmm. she trusts her, but Amber's- she also trusts herself when she was her age and now she kind of, it's like <laughs> she's like, look what I did. You know, I got married at that young and I thought it was the right thing to do. I just think she's worried and I think that's natural for a parent. But when Amber says like, you're not supporting me and you're you're making this really stressful.
0: It's not about the, the, the support and I think that's where Amber gets it all wrong. She mm-hmm. misconstrues it. She thinks it's not being supportive where it's really actually Sarah being that supportive parent be like, is this really what you want? Do you really know who you're marrying? Yeah. And she, t- she kind of gets that all misconstrued and well this is the thing because
1: amber's like yeah but you don't you don't agree with me i need you to agree with me and sarah this is where i think sarah was totally right and this is where i think amber's in the wrong sarah's like i don't need to agree with you i'm completely supportive i'm Mm -hmm. here for you i'm doing this with you and that to me just shows maybe how young amber is because 21 it's so true you do not need to agree with somebody to support them and sometimes I think that is the very definition of support is being there for them, being by their side and doing this with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Even
1: when you yourself maybe don't agree that it's the right thing. You spoke your piece, you told her how you felt, but if this is really what she's going to do, I'm going to be there for her. And that's what Sarah's doing. But Amber, the reason like I think she's so upset about it and wants her mom to agree with her. Because I think Amber scared herself, you know, I think, yeah, she really wants to get married, but she's so young that if her mom's telling her maybe it's not the right thing to do, she's getting defensive and she's getting upset. She's calling it insulting, but it almost seems like maybe she thinks it's not the right thing to do. And
0: that just shows Amber's age as well, being young Mm -hmm. to misconstrue that with her ignorance. And yeah. just like she she hasn't had all those life experiences that Sarah has had already and experienced and gone through. And Sarah knows that Amber's on the exact same path that she was with Seth when she was older. And so I think it was Sarah's just being, yes, yeah. the supportive mother, but Amber's being, I think, the stubborn She just, she's like, she support
1: bel- isn't good enough. Yeah. I need you to completely agree with me.
0: And Amber keeps claiming that she's not like her mom. Ryan's not like herself. They are exactly alike because Amber
1: wants to elope with Ryan. And that's exactly what Sarah and Seth did. That's what I know. I was like, um, you want to elope and go to the courthouse? Isn't this exactly the story your mother just told you that she did? And it wasn't the wedding she wanted? Do you not see the irony in
0: that, Amber? Really?
1: Yeah, I know. Do you not see that? And then...
0: and Amber's getting insulting, uh, messed up
1: with comparison. Well, I just think she's, yeah. But I think she's being insulted because she's being compared. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she needs to be insulted. She could just completely disagree. And this is what also where you see Amber's age. It's like, if she was mature, she could be able to say to her mom. Because Sarah, you know, when Sarah came to her and talked to her about her concerns... Sarah wasn't yelling at her. Sarah wasn't getting mad at her. She wasn't scolding her like a daughter. She nope. sat her down to talk to her and tell her, you know, I want to make sure that you really know what you're doing because this is what I did. And I think because Sarah approached it so calmly that a mature daughter would have been able to say, yeah, I, I understand how you feel. Rationally. Exactly. I understand how you feel. I see what you're saying. I disagree with you. I don't feel like we're I don't feel like you should compare us and we're going to do this either way. So you're either there for me or you're not. And leave it at that. She doesn't need to agree with her. Yeah. No. So, and mm.
0: so Amber wants to elope, but she also she goes to Drew mm-hmm. asking him to be a witness. But I got to give it to Drew. Yes, oh, yeah. he's younger and he's very timid, but he has his head on uh, in the right place too in totally. knowing that eloping without Sarah being there without your mother at your wedding would be devastating and shock her yeah and I give it to Drew for being like no this is wrong no we can't do it yeah and
1: I think Drew knows his sister too and knows that ultimately if she did this she may she might regret it because Mm -hmm. she's doing it just because they're in a little fight Yeah, Because they're in a little disagreement and she's angry. So she's going to run off and get married. And I think Drew kind of sees like... It's kind of like the rebel child. Yeah.
0: Like so you would see in a young teenager. It would be exactly
1: what Sarah did. It would be, you know, Amber getting upset, running off and getting married at a courthouse and not actually going through with the wedding that maybe she had always dreamt of or the wedding she really wanted without any of her family there.
0: No. And... Just the thought that you wouldn't even have your whole Braverman family there, it's disappointing, too. Like, come on, Amber, you know better. And then Sarah's still questioning. She goes to her mom and Mm -hmm. asks her, thank God for Camille because she was in the exact same place with Sarah years ago. And she said, had Camille had had, um, not said anything, things would have been different. Sarah would have probably
1: listened Or maybe not just listen, because that's, I think, the point that Camille made was, you. she said, I wish I wouldn't have said anything to you, Mm -hmm. because you were going to do it anyways. Amber is going to do it anyways. So, in saying something, it pushed Sarah away for a couple years, and that made her miss her. So, Camille's like, had I not said anything, I would have had you around for those two years, and at least we would have been a part of it. Um, So... And Sarah doesn't want the same thing with Amber. And she decides not to just let it be. Well, I mean, she's already said it. She's already said what she needs to say. And I honestly think... Yeah, and there's nothing else to say. I know, but that's the thing. I think Sarah was already past saying it. She had mimosas and a frittata, and she was ready to help her daughter plan Mm -hmm. this wedding. She had already said everything she needed to say. So I think Sarah was... Not past it, obviously, but I think she kind of was accepting it and wasn't going to say anything more. To be honest, yep. um, but regardless, Sarah kind of sets that aside. Yep, and she's being the supportive mother. Yes, and agreeing with Amber. What she say? Oh, it was so sweet. She goes um, to see Amber early in the morning. Basically, I trust apologizes. You. Yes,
0: apologizes. Mm-hmm. Being you know. Being Sarah, I trust you, I believe in you, and he's nothing like Dad.
1: Yeah, and you're nothing like me. You're much smarter than I was. Yes.
0: So. That was so great. Like, that whole, yeah. because it wasn't yelling, the fact that they were whispering made it even more serious that, like, okay, this is a real conversation. Like, we're getting on the same level here. Like, yeah. I want you. It, if Sarah's the really supportive person, parent Mm -hmm. she would want her daughter to be happy and knowing that amber being with ryan would make her happy
1: but i think i think that's what she's wanted all along i think she's always wanted her to be happy but i think she also wants her to be smart and if this is a man you're gonna marry and you love and you're only 21 you can wait like there really is no rush you can wait Mm -hmm. and i think i think she was just worried and concerned um, but ultimately, she's always wanted Amber to be happy, and that's why she brought her bride magazines. Like, I feel yeah. like Sarah has been supportive, you know. So, and I don't you know, know,
0: Sarah, she always has to voice her opinions, and yeah. and that's just who she is. She says her opinions, and then kind of just moves on a little bit. But it's, mm-hmm. I think it's how other people react to her opinions.
1: Well, I think it's Amber. I think Amber. I yeah, love Amber, Amber. I love
0: Amber's character. Amber but... hasn't really gone about
1: this whole situation as a true adult she hasn't handled it properly i agree i think she's kind of emotional i think she's defensive and sometimes i think she's a little bit bratty because you know what i think sarah just went to apologize just so that she and amber could be on good terms and i think she maybe meant she was sorry but at the same time i don't i think she was being supportive and she knows she's been supportive so she didn't have that much to apologize for. She's not going to apologize for saying what she thinks. But I think she knows that Amber's stubborn and she needed to hear the I'm sorry. So if that's what she had to do
0: that's to mend
1: things, then that's what she's going to do.
0: Yep. So that's what, that's she what did. happened.
1: Oh, is there anything else? It was
0: it a was great moment. Great so. scene. I loved it. And I'm like, I'm just so glad that they're still on speaking terms. I was like, we can't have another mother daughter Breakup and an amazing you know. show. I was like, we can't have another Lorelai and Gilmore moment where they just know, right? don't speak to each other for nine months. I can't have that. No. I can't take that. So, all right. So, let's go into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. All right. So, we know it is Halloween today. I'm, yes. I'm kind of... I mean, I'm, I was kind of hoping for a Halloween kind of themed episode. I mean, they mentioned, oh, Happy That's Halloween right, yeah. at when uh, Christina was giving out all the free pens and stuff. Yeah. But I think that was it. I mean, we didn't see any trick-or-treating or anything. But the Parenthood Twitter, NBC Parenthood, really? they tweeted out some fun pictures of the cast members. Did Uh, they really? Yeah. Oh, my God. And costumes. So another reason why you should go on YouTube, you should definitely check out this video if you're listening on iTunes. The the first picture we have here, they tweeted out uh, little Victor, no, sorry, uh, Jabbar. Jabbar. Max. And Sydney. Is that Sydney, Sydney, oh my god! Like princess and Max—you can't even really see what dung Jabar beetle is. Or some kind of beetle, and I don't know what Jabar is. Oh. But they're
1: all dressed up in costume. How cute! That is cute. I bet you they were on like the Universal lot right there or something. Probably. Maybe.
0: And then we have one more picture and another fun one. Oh my god! <laughs> we have Crosby dressed up as Evil Knievel.
1: Nice. That's kind of great.
0: So, uh, oh, I li- I love that. although we didn't see in any, uh, episode, in the episode tonight, uh-huh. them dressed up, but we did get to see some pictures of them. I know. Having fun. That's so cute. And, uh, that's all I have for news. So let's go to some predictions.
1: Yes. Let's go into some predictions. <laughs> I think I only have one prediction. Who go first? After uh, TV. actually you can go first. Okay. Cause I'll I, go I first. know you just want to say it. <laughs> okay. My prediction. Is that Zeke, because he was really upset, you know, about not being invited. I think he's going to tell Camille, you know, why didn't you invite me? And I think he will want to go with her. I think he's going to say, I want to go with you or mm-hmm. I'm coming. Or maybe he'll fly out there after her and surprise her. Oh,
0: darn. I was, was going to say, I was oh. like, <laughs> Zeke Zeke is going to realize his um, that he really does want to be wherever Camille is to despite if it's being them at home mm-hmm. or anywhere else in the world that Zeke will eventually
1: just because Camille will Don't you leave think he knows that already, but Zeke though? will follow I think he knows he wants to be with her and I think that's why he's upset and kind of shocked that she's just picking up and going mm-hmm. um but I think he's hurt that he wasn't invited and I hurt. think he's gonna get so mad that he's going to put his foot down and say something like you didn't invite me and I want to go mm-hmm so, yeah, that's Zeke's too hurt to the point where he tells the whole family. That no, he she told the family. Like, no, at least she- he told Adam because she, she Christ- or Camille. Oh, no, yeah, that's right, that's right. Preview, sorry. Makes only the announcement. S-
0: small snippet of that. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think of Ed and Julia? And Julia, how is oh, that God. all going to
1: play out? I hope nothing happens. I don't. Maybe, I hope Colleen, Ed's wife, was a little annoyed with him that he kind of maybe keeps his distance from julia i don't know that that's going to happen but i would like to see um, that happen
0: i just want to see julia say no
1: i mean i well there was nothing i don't really like yes to you just want to see no. her kind of cut the flirting a little bit exactly it's like
0: julia you have a loving family you have a loving husband a very I supportive mean, husband yeah i just i don't really want ed and julia to be together i just yeah. like their friendship relationship i like,
1: like ed and i think they can be nice friends together exactly. it would be great to see joel and julia and ed and colleen maybe be friends they have friendly kids you know i yes. get that but julia's but secretive, face friend. giggly thing i want that to end No, it's this, that's it
0: having the secretive friend i don't like that part of julia yeah
1: you don't stick around for dinner at somebody's house that you cannot tell your husband no, about. No. She should be able to say, "Like, oh my God, we stopped by at Ed's house and oh, he gave the kids snacks and blah, blah, blah. And they could be such good friends that Joel knows it and doesn't care because Joel knows him too. So that's what I would like to see come of that.
0: Yeah, it's, exactly. I don't well, think it'll happen. Fun episode, really good. It was very on the emotional side, this episode. I mean, oh, yeah. it had a lot of ups and downs, but I really, this episode... Felt like the previous seasons. Yes, like, like definitely one of those episodes that just got us all hooked and emotional. And I wish tian and Dan and Co were here because last week they said their cry count wasn't up enough with Sarah oh my and Amber. God. Well, they missed tonight's episode, and there's one. So. Yes, they did. All right, so Lauren, where can we find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at l o underscore v a l l e s. Awesome. And Martin, where can we find
0: you? You love this show.
1: Um, I don't know where you can find me. Instagram? Sure, <laughs> and yeah.
0: 28 Yeah. What? And yeah, there you go, Lauren. There you go. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Sarah Feeney TV. Thank you all for listening. For Parenthood. to This was a great episode. Uh, happy Halloween to everyone. I hope you're enjoying your candy while you're listening to us. I know, right? So uh, we will see you next week.